1: simply who has the edge in this game. Welcome to the show. Maggie Gray, Andrew Perloff, Mandalay Bay Convention Center. It's our final day here. And can I tell you the coolest thing just happened to EJ and I as we were walking to the set. We'll get to that in a moment. But big game stuff first, Perloff. The edge, you look at it simply, who has it?
2: So I've been asking everybody the same question, who you got. It's, you know, getting later in the week. I understand the Niners are favorite, but I'm getting a large majority of answers to the Chiefs, which might make you scared, but there's just nothing wrong with the Chiefs. Joe Tooney might not play, but other than that, they're completely healthy, and they have Patrick Mahomes. Everyone's terrified of Mahomes. And I th- I think a large majority of the experts here are picking Kansas City, and I am too, because I-, I just what you saw the last two weeks with the Niners, how are you gonna trust that they're gonna be a completely different team than what we've seen in the playoffs, just because they're good in the regular season. I don't quite understand it. The recency bias to me is real here. The Chiefs are playing so much better football and I'm with the crowd here.
1: OK, but the recency bias, the Chiefs would be favored in this game. And in fact, they are still two point underdogs. They've been two point underdogs to say the Chiefs are the per There's no weaknesses or they're the perfect team. I really can't get behind that. Clearly Mahomes, we all know right. what he's capable of. Kelsey Andy Reid with two weeks to game plan. There are Steve Spagnuolo as the defensive coordinator has been in this situation many times, has taken down some big time quarterbacks, including Tom Brady, uh, when he was the defense coordinator of the Giants for those two Super Bowls. The thing is, they're not perfect. And here's why. If they get into it's not going to be a shootout, Mm. but if there is someone else you have to rely on in this game besides Kelsey and Pacheco, well, that's wild card. It's Rashi Rice, who's a rookie. He's a rookie. So, so what? Okay, well, we're talking about could Brock Purdy, could the lights be bright for Purdy? You're talking about a young guy on this stage. I can't say there's a non-zero chance that the moment might be big for him. Okay. And then the rest of the receiving core has been an outright disaster. Now, I don't even know how deep you can go into this receiving core. Is Canary, is Tony going to even see the fields even on the sideline? Do you trust me, Cole Hardman, with anything? You know, there are just a lot of ways where if San Francisco plays this game correctly, and I think plays it simply, you could put some pressure and apply pressure to the Chiefs, force Mahomes to go to someone that we might not have a lot of confidence in. Listen, there's a reason why this was the Chiefs team that we all said was the most vulnerable of this era.
2: Yeah, but those to me, Rasheed Rice is definitely a dependable weapon. I, honestly, I think that they've done a great job in their coaching staff Everything you said, the one thing I, I heard was Andy Reid has two weeks and they have Steve Spagnuolo. Why are we getting more complicated than that? I understand the Niners have all this talent, but have they been playing like they have all this talent? Is their offense, even even their offense, which is the strength, right. has that been consistent? No, of course not. Uh, I, I think the Chiefs have figured out their receiving room. I trust last year, remember they got came in with all these sort of Lesser receivers, and it sure. was no problem. They scored 38 points in the Super Bowl, and everybody you just mentioned kind of stepped up. Even Kadarius Tony was awesome in last year's Super Bowl. If Kadarius Tony can be awesome in a Super Bowl, right. then I am not worried about the Chiefs players I not know. stepping up to this moment. Like these guys have all been there.
1: I know, but Pearl, if you wanted a Kadarius Tony banished basically from the face of the earth, well, do you
2: remember the Lions game with all the drops, and then what happened with the offside thing? I mean. I did. Yep. I did. I just. I just think the Chiefs seemed so poised last okay. year in the Super Bowl. I. I don't know why it'd be any different this year.
1: Okay. We talk about. We're talking about just who has the edge in this Super yeah. Bowl. Simple. We're here. It's Friday. The game is approaching. So here's the thing. You're talking about trends. We're yes. talking about who's been playing better and who's been the more complete team. And I'll hand that to you. Who's playing better? I would say if the Chiefs have the edge. You go into Baltimore. You beat the Ravens the way you did. Although I think the Ravens kind of helped out by being not ready to play that game. Here's the thing. I'm not asking for multiple games now. I'm not asking for a trend. I'm asking for one game. I'm asking for one game, four quarters. Who has the better roster? Who has the better top to bottom roster? It is the San Francisco 49ers. Are you sure? I am sure. I am Mm. absolutely sure.
2: Mm. I'm not even convinced of that anymore.
1: Who you want to go for? Let's go position group by position group. If you want, I mean, yes, they do have the better roster. They listen at quarterback, of course, the that goes to Mahomes. Offensive line, I mean, I'll take San Francisco right now. You want to go? I, I you want to go? Kansas
2: City's offensive line is playing pretty. But well. But you
1: mentioned the Joe Tooney, who the okay. injury. You want to go running back? I mean, Isaiah Pacheco has been good. Christian McCaffrey might be an this all-time a, great tr- running
2: back. This is a 2024 NFL game. Who cares? Running back edge is not a decisive Okay, well, player. it's okay. going
1: to be a factor in this game. I mean, we know they're both going to try to run the ball. You want to give me weapons, Debo Samuel, George Kittle, maybe Ke- Kittle and Kelsey. Kelsey has the edge there. But Kittle is not nothing. Debo, you have no idea what he's going to bring. Is it going to be more rushing the ball? Is it going to be receiving? Is it going to be both? I mean, I can give you, do you know that you know and I know that Juwan Jennings is going to make a play in this game. I know that Kyle Juszczyk is going to make a play in this game. How deep does this offensive, uh, you know, this these weapons, These good. It's, it's more. It's There are more possibilities on the San Francisco side than you want to go defense. That defensive line, I know they've had trouble stopping yeah. the run. But again, one game. We're I not mean, talking about all these trends.
2: I'm, I'm hearing a lot of names, but are they really outplaying? Look at the defensive names on Kansas City. Trent McDuffie, Lajarius Sneed, uh, the way that Drew Tranquil and Nick Bolton have been playing at linebacker, obviously Chris Jones, George Karloftis. I, I know the Niners have these names, but have those names been playing up to their acclaim lately? I'm
1: asking Nick Bosa, Eric Armstead, Javon oh, Hargrave, Chase Young, Dre Greenlaw, Fred Warner, Jarvarius Ward. I'm asking them to play one good game. I
2: understand, but would they play played that good game tank. against Detroit? Play a good game, Chase Jared Goff, for okay, God's they sake. They came
1: back and won. They came, they came back, back and won, won the game.
2: Not, no thanks to the defense, just the Lions choked, and Dan Campbell completely choked. They had nothing to do. The defense was never even got after golf.
1: OK, well, you always need a little bit of help to get to the Super Bowl, no matter what. It's so not they like, going to get it from the Chiefs. It, no, it's not like the Ravens didn't help out Kansas City. It's not like they, they came out and played the worst game of their season. We talked to Rod Woodson, the Hall of Famer, who does their color on radio. He, he said he they played unlike anything he had seen all year. I don't know if you can just look back to the NFC and AFC Championship game and say this is exactly who both these teams are. You have to look at them for what they are.
2: Well, uh, honestly, the Niners got so much help this year. This gets back to our Kyle Shanahan debate. Yeah, I think Kyle Shanahan has effectively lowered the bar on the pressure because they did not look good in this playoffs. Basically, mm. Jordan Love kind of, for whatever reason, couldn't figure out the rain in this, the late in the game, and then Detroit melted down. This has been a perilous path. So what I say, I think that minus two is because Vegas, whoever sets the odds, does not believe in recency bias. They Mm. think of big picture, and I don't don't completely get it. I'm not going to pretend I'm some betting scientist here. But I've watched the playoffs. You have too. I know. And I just feel like it's so much more of a solid football team on Kansas City side. Now listen, I get it. They're Hall of Famers. You're right. Up and down. As we're doing side. as we were doing that battle, one on one on the positions, I'm like, uh oh. I'm sick of <laughs> here. I'm sick of here. EJ, EJ, pretend there's a technical difficulty. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that the fact that even Kansas City's greatest strength George Kittle. I mean, sorry, Travis Kelsey is almost neutralized by Kittle, but obviously you, we didn't really get into Purdy versus Mahomes. That's well, a big difference.
1: Listen, and I've been accused of being the Purdy hater on this show, so you're putting me in, a, in an interesting position now to to defend him. But listen,
2: I mean, you, <laughs> I, I'm
1: not actually defending Purdy. What I'm saying is, I think that Kyle Shanahan, I, I think I'm going to disagree with you about lowering the pressure on him in this game. I think it's mm. so at an all-time max. I mean if you aren't going to win with this team
2: but they should what be, but I, they shouldn't even be here.
1: the 49ers they
2: shouldn't they should have lost to detroit they got a gift
1: okay but they should be here like they were a great team
2: yeah but they just have not played well in the playoffs
1: okay but if you can't win with this team yeah I'm just not exactly sure where else do you go. This is an all-in situation. Now, your quarterback's not going anywhere. They've said over and over again, Purdy is the guy. Okay. You have all your skill position players. They stayed healthy for the most part. I mean, Debo missed a couple games. McCaffrey got a little banged up. But now they're healthy. Kittle, they're all—
2: Trent Williams got hurt.
1: Trent Williams, but now he's good.
2: Yeah, but obviously there is—if you can't win with this team— there's a very clear thing that needs to be different next year. Steve Wilkes needs to be gone as defensive coordinator. So you you say that, but they have a huge coaching problem. Okay, and but bring in Rob, bring Robert Sala back. I'm assuming that the <laughs> yeah, don't.
1: let well, him go. But yeah, bring, we've got some updates on that later.
2: Uh, if if they do. not play well defensively here and they lose the game honestly I'm not counting the San Francisco back with all that talent just give me a different defensive coordinator and let's run it back next year okay
1: I think for one game particularly this one the Super Bowl it's going to be less about the defensive coordinator and his impact on this game than the actual talent on the
2: field you think that Steve Spagnuolo and Andy Reid and Kyle Shanahan are not going to have an impact. No, no, they are. No, I know. I think they'll have a bigger impact than the talent. I actually disagree with that a little bit. Because look at Kansas City, Baltimore, basically Baltimore forgetting to run the ball, coaching. Detroit, San Francisco, Dan Campbell going for it all the time, coaching. Why would you think this one would be different?
1: Well, I think because you've had the two weeks to prepare you understand that there's just – you empty the tank on this, yeah. right? This is this has to feel so different from the player side of it. It's got to feel different from the coaches. As soon as something is not working, you are not going to wait. You have to switch things immediately and make adjustments immediately. I think Kyle Shanahan is going to have a big say in – what the defense is doing. I don't think this is one of those games where he's like, all right, I'm going to be on the offensive side, and Steve Wilkes, you go figure it out on the defense. No, no, no. chance.
2: You're telling me Kyle Shanahan's going to help on the defense? He's going to have to. 28 28-3 guy?
1: He's going to have to. No. That, he's going to have to, Perloff, because, first of all, he's the head coach. I know he's the offensive side of the ball, but he's yeah. the head coach. And, again, this is your chance right here. Yeah. This is your chance. If they don't win this game, I, I don't know where San Francisco, I don't know how they could ever think they'll win it.
2: Bringing a new defensive coordinator. Okay, they've had the some different of those
1: defensive coordinators and haven't won either. So they've had yeah, they they've had a, lots of talent
2: uh, on the, down uh, talent on the coaching to, staff. They lost to Patrick Mahomes and Tyreek Hill you're telling me they had the talent edge in that game we didn't even know they we had no idea. no no sorry talent
1: on the coaching staff they've had all these talented defensive coordinators all
2: right i think the roster has developed it is better this year this in the roster i agree with you it should be their time but the coaching has definitely been inferior this year i mean how can all those guys not produce on defense how can they be so silent on the defensive line
1: well that's also going to reflect on shanahan
2: one more thing you're not emptying the tank in the nfc title game well you, what are you saving it for?
1: you said it I mean I, I I don't know I think they just it's the one thing that's been really tough for the 49ers and this is not just this season or just this uh, playoffs they've had trouble stopping yeah. the run and I'm, and that Detroit came out and they have this amazing running attack and then the field yeah. tilted after a couple amazing plays by the 49ers.
2: Uh, one one more thing uh, don't you think of the scenario when you think of this game in your head a high scoring game better for San Francisco right? I think Kansas City wants to slow it down. Yes, yes, definitely. Because if Purdy gets hot, I would be, that's my fear as a, well, I won't yeah. say my pick yet. But I Purdy playing like midseason Purdy could be interesting.
1: OK, Maggie and Perloff, 855 212 cbs 855 212 Simple question, not a simple answer. Who has the edge in this game? This is there's the reason this is only a two-point spread. Oh, this, this is, is gonna, awesome. This okay. is going to be such a great game. Can I tell you what is maybe an amazing omen for our show today, yeah. and just life in general? All right, EJ is here with us, of course, uh, our executive producer. He and I are walking through the casino as we normally do around 2.15, yep. it's about 2.15 in the morning here in Las Vegas. And all of a sudden, we just hear screams, Perla. Screams of joy. Wow. We walk by and we hear this. <laughs>
3: what? Hey, I'm Maggie Gray from CBS Sports
1: Radio. We're here covering the Super Bowl. What just happened? I I think I just won $11,000. What's
0: our name? Where are you from? I'm Christine in Victoria, Texas. (laughs) And what are you in town for? We just... We we want to see the Super Bowl, but we don't have tickets. So we went to
1: see Bruno Mars instead. But... We love the Super Bowl and I'm so excited! Oh my god. Are you going to use the money on tickets? Well, maybe some. You never know. <laughs> maybe. Wow! Wow. What do you think you want to spend on if not tickets? I don't know. I, don't know.
0: I can't even think? think. Have I you never ever won anything? anything? <laughs> I never. This was yeah. lucky. Yeah. She's a little lucky. I
4: never
1: win. DJ had the camera ready to go nice. as we're walking by, and this woman from Texas went won $11,000 at 2.15 in the morning. At the Mandalay Bay Casino.
2: That's unbelievable. And she
1: was playing like they have a different slot machines. And this one was actually an NFL-themed slot machine. Yeah, that's
5: why you heard the NFL films music. Yes, Apologies in the, the, the background. U- Pause the YouTube stream in the case you <laughs> a copyright strike. But yes, that was the only reason.
1: I why. hope they just like just leave it in. Yeah. It's so good. And she was so excited. I'm assuming she's got to probably be a Cowboy fan. I should have asked her.
5: Oh, yeah, she's from Texas. Yeah, Victoria, yeah. Texas. Yeah, that's definitely Cowboys country. Cowboys country, yeah.
1: right? And so maybe this is a sign of good things to come for Dallas. That I is don't know. awesome. I know.
2: How did you uh, get the clearest to film there so quickly, EJ? I the, mean, se-
1: the security guards were right there. We I'm, just t- I'm totally
2: joking. <laughs> Nobody cares. You're allowed to film slot machines. I'm yeah, totally, right. ju- I'm totally we ju- joking. We a blackjack table. blackjack. Yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah. totally, well, totally uh, it's joking. I was funny you
5: mentioned that, though, because yeah. we knew it was a big number because there was, like, five six foot five security guard just like ready to go yeah they with, came out of nowhere Yeah, out of nowhere i was like where do these guys come from
1: all of a sudden we turn <laughs> around and it's like whoa like the army's <laughs> here for this woman and they were and they were excited for her actually they were smiling and like i'm sure imagine working security so, in a casino 99 percent of your job is probably dealing with <laughs> things that really suck <laughs> and so this is probably great when you get someone who's winning big and she was thrilled
2: do they really circle the wagons around her oh Why? yeah
1: well I mean, it was like you know, uh, she's you like w- a woman with two other women. Maybe yeah. I don't know. It's maybe
2: just it's not safety. Co- By the way, this is going to sound like the dumbest. Thing. It's not coins anymore, right? No, like, it's not it's coins like, anymore. Would you have liked to see the? Bop, 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 I bop. mean,
1: coins would have been all over the floor. It yeah, would have looked like no. Scrooge McDuck's, like <laughs> you know, vault or something. Yeah, ten thousand uh, dollars in <laughs> single coins i don't know (laughs) who wants to clean that that
2: is amazing and just the irony that you're walking to work (laughs) and this is going on you
1: want to know the other part too did you notice the dejected look of all the other people at the slot machines oh
2: they're like like, i was going to play that machine
1: (laughs) that or i do it you get up and move to a different spot like what are the odds that two slots are going to hit five feet from each other right
2: yeah Um, it's that's not good scientifically remember that episode of friends where the woman chases around a, the cold slot machine <laughs> so she can get on the hot one
1: <laughs> yeah this was amazing i mean i have said that there's nothing better on live television than someone winning a car on the prices right so good like the pure joy this was pure joy this
5: was amazing and funny enough cap is in the twitch chat uh twitch.tv slash cbs radio said, uh, how much did she lose before this?
1: <laughs> not asking her that. In the moment, not asking. So how much have you sunk into this machine? It's $9,999, and she just won $10,000. So she came out on top. 855 eight five five two one two four cbs Eight five five two one two four two two seven. Last day here in Las Vegas. We're going to be back in our studio on Monday. We're going to be bringing all of our fun things that we've accumulated over the week. Perloff's fancy new sneakers of course coming back all of our Elvis memorabilia will be coming back with us it's been it's been a really really amazing week out here all right coming up how are you and I and Perloff and EJ how are we betting this game our pals Nick Costos and Ken Barkley from you better you bet they are awesome Nick has coined the phrase wagertainment. Uh Perloff, and he lives up to it. Even if you're not a better, this is just exciting. Nick Costos, Ken Barkley, join us in just moments. Maggie and Perloff, CBS Sports Radio. Welcome back to Maggie and Perloff. We love when we can have our friends on the show. We are in the middle of a home-and-home home with Nick Costas and Ken Barkley, yep. the co-hosts of You Better You Bet on the BetQL Network. We're obviously massive fans of yep. you from afar. I told you yesterday I lie to my family and tell them that my workout class you're starts terrib- a half an hour earlier than it wife. does so <laughs> I can worst, listen worst to your show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Which listen, is Shush. This is our secret here. I lie to my family. I tell them my workout class starts a half an hour earlier than it does so I can listen to you guys and I can figure out what kind of bets I want to play. So thank you for coming out.
2: Flattery
4: will get you everywhere. We appreciate
2: it. Not me. We're in a a social media beef still. That doesn't exist. Not really. But uh, (laughs) after this home and home, it will.
4: great. I would
1: like to get into a beef
2: with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We're we're working on
1: it. Nick's always looking for a fight. Uh, Ken, I don't think you're that way. Okay. This game... The obvious bets, right? The total, the side, some major props. Where are you guys sitting right now? Have you waffled at all?
3: Why don't you go? Sure, I'll go first. Uh, side, I think Nick and I are kind of on the same page. Tougher game to figure out than, look, if the Lions had won, we would both think the Chiefs would be really likely to win the game. If the Ravens had won, I would have liked the Niners against them. So this happens to be the matchup where it's a little tougher either way to kind of see where you want to go. My big thing is, at each step of the way, in each round of the playoffs, the Chiefs have basically been bet against, and the numbers essentially moved away from them in a lot of games. Bills, like sharp bettors, bettors with influence, bet Buffalo, and they were wrong, and that's fine. And then they came back and they doubled down. They bet Baltimore aggressively in that game, and they were wrong again. Like super aggressive. Like, like the point spread was bet out. Like, I mean, Patrick Mahomes closed a five-point underdog in a, in a playoff game with a trip to the Super Bowl on the line against Lamar Jackson, which now sounds ridiculous. You could have bet into that market going into that game. And it's not that we had to be right. We like the Chiefs, but just – it looks kind of like the same things happening again. The Niners are favored in the game, and it's not just that they're favored. Uh, influential betters. Everybody. You talk to other sports books, talk to sports book directors, talk to other betters. Everyone with influence is coming in on the Niners again, and I just feel like people are going to be wrong three times. I feel like they have a, they have a tough time with moms.
1: Like, how is that possible? I want to. Uh, can
4: I hit you with like my content shtick for this week? Mm-hmm. Sure. I think it's. I've done it like. Eleven times. we well, do it the good. best
1: you can do it. Yeah,
4: it's always pretty good. You guys, you guys like the TV show Lost? You guys watch Lost?
6: I watch. So huge
1: fans. So, massive Lost. See,
4: I actually, I think the whole the whole show is good, but it goes off the rails a little bit after the first and the two seasons. The finale is awful. I think the finale is great. That's Oof. this is a story for another. That will be, be in a Twitter beef. beef that's yeah. that's our beef. Do you remember like one of the big tropes early on was like Locke and Shepard? And this will make sense even if you didn't watch Lost. You, the listener, like a uh, man of science, man of faith. Um, I think if you're a man of science, evidence-based, it'll lead you to, like, San Francisco in the game. Like, Niners are better. Like, they've been power-rated better the entire season. I think it makes sense. I think, I don't know if you agree with this, but maybe that's why we see betters with influence betting san francisco in the game right maybe like they power rate san francisco to be a little bit more of a favorite than they are right now so they like san francisco in the game now man of faith would be well i just think something's going to happen and i just have belief that it'll happen without evidence um that's me i'll I'll bet patrick mahomes and think he'll figure it out at the end of the game so i get the better coach i get the better quarterback i get the better defense um those people can bet san francisco they can have their science i'll take my faith (laughs) that the greatest of all time will figure it out i'll bet kansas city
2: so i mean how was that that was
4: it was really good It was great greatest of all time i mean i agree maggie
2: still completely disagrees on the final episode uh (laughs) yeah that's okay sopranos final episode
4: uh i remember it ending and feeling a profound sense of disappointment and like anger when the sopranos ended
2: yeah i think that's a betting
1: correlation to it um
4: yeah usually when i lose (laughs) i think (laughs) fade to black so a lot of journey
2: so I bet on an app at home, but I somebody gave me this huge book of props from Westgate uh, Casino. Are there a lot? The M
4: G M one is better, but that one's pretty good too.
2: Yeah. So, are there a lot of things available in Vegas that are not available online throughout the country? Uh- no,
3: but the good news is there's like a million things available in both. Okay, so it's uh, generally like if you go offshore, you know, hit up the people in Costa Rica, Isle of Man, take a trip. Uh, this is where a lot of it's people like to do their betting. It's, it's, oh, I've course. heard it's delightful. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: and you're yeah. the weather guy, so right? You
3: would yeah. Know. yeah, exactly. Okay, eighty so. and sunny. So there's, <laughs> a, there's a lot of stuff everywhere. The crazy, crazy stuff will be offshore,
2: but the book that you're looking at the packet yeah. that'll be most things that people are interested in. So I didn't know about this one. There, there's odds on every final score. Do you guys are you guys picking a final score?
4: Well, how about this? I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you a question. Yeah. What's your final score, big boy?
2: Okay, so I'm I'm going Chiefs and under, but I don't have a final score well, yet.
4: Come, come up with one. What do you like? Chiefs win by less than four by 47 points or less total. 24-20.
2: So I okay. just wanted to show you what that odd was, and that means I have to do math and figure out where the 24 was and where <laughs> this the t- is.
4: This is not math, by the yes. way. This is just like finding oh, yeah. something on paper.
2: One twenty-five to one. Ooh, okay. That's pretty good, right? What are the odds of that hitting?
4: I'm not yet. Yeah, listen, that's, I'll, I'll hand it over to math to the math guy here. He can
2: tell you. All right, so I have yes, good news. I have,
4: yeah, good, yeah. I have good.
3: I have good. Well, I, I guess I'm man of science, but I like Mahomes too in the game. Uh, good news, bad news. The good news is, like, you could win that bet and it would pay a lot of money. Yeah. It was 125 to 150. Yeah, yeah, 125. And that's, like, a realistic final score, right? Like, it's something you can visualize in your head. The bad news is the true odds of all of those scores happening are not what you're getting paid. Okay. They're all, like, way higher. Like, you should be getting probably 500 to 1 on that score and you're getting less. Now, that's the bad news. But the good news is, like, who cares it's the Super Bowl if you think that's the score? Put 20 bucks on it and look what you win if you're right, right? I think that's, like... That's how you should approach stuff like that that's priced like that.
2: Are props a good bet uh, if you're looking for value? If you're looking to make money, are props, because I feel like props. Everyone is doing a million. Everyone I know is has a hundred props. Well, on Nick this game. Nick has
3: player props, which yeah. he can tell you about in a second. Yeah. I'll just say there's two types of props in the yeah. Super Bowl: player performance, yep. Kelsey, how many catches he's going to have, Mahomes touchdown passes, things that are random. The game can go any number of ways. Yeah, there's a second bucket of props that are information driven. How long is the national anthem going to be? What's right, the right, first right, right. song? Uh, you know, like how many planes will be in the flyover? Will Taylor Swift ever navel exposed stuff like that? These are real things. Those are information data you- on Taylor. Well, not only is there data, on there is essentially insider trading so today is typically when all the rehearsals are for all of these things this information will leak out people will bet it there is certainty in these bets hopefully (laughs) usually we get it we're we're on the chain but we're like not at the top of the chain (laughs) so it's like when we get it is there still time to get all the bets in so those bets are a great way to make money player props like they're a little more random like you can be right you can be wrong nick definitely has some stuff that he likes
4: yeah and i would say uh like one of the one of the like in the the dominican where i go to sometimes at one sports book that i bet i have been betting at for like 20 years they have for the national anthem rehearsal time max bet a hundred dollars and it says in parentheses literally says we will leave this up until the time gets leaked and then we will take it down because <laughs> they know because right, right, right. like i'll get it and then i'll share it with friends and we just blast it until they take it down bet it as many times as we can um player props are fun because for me i'm a huge fantasy football player yep. right. and it's kind of like it's the it's a i hate expressions like this but it's like meeting at the intersection of fantasy football and betting like join the conversation so uh, i really like that stuff i think i've got some pretty good angles on the Super Bowl I think my favorite one Mm. and I always like when people smarter than me are on the same side as me and we've had a couple smart people on the show this week our friend Drew Dinsick from NBC Sports liked this bet on Monday and I was like fist popping because I like it too my sense is could be wrong I think I'm right the way you attack this Chiefs defense is to run at them right that's how you can have a ton of success so if you're Kyle Shanahan there's no there's no game next week like this is it.
1: Yeah, McCaffrey, empty the tank.
4: Well, not just McCaffrey, okay. but when McCaffrey's, like, gassed or he needs, like, a change of pace, why would you bring Elijah Mitchell in or, like, Jordan Mason in when you can hand the ball off to Debo frickin' Samuel? Yeah, right. So I think Debo's going to have, like, 8 to 10 carries in this game. Rushing prop, 16 and a half yards. I like the over on Debo Samuel rushing yards. That's a great one. Got well, until more? it loses, but, yeah, <laughs> but I like that. Yeah, I'll give you the, uh, the bet square Tommy Lee Jones impersonation.
3: I don't care.
4: Bet square, don't care, would be Travis Kelsey over receiving yards. Yeah. Everyone will be on it. Everyone in the public will like it. And guess what? Like We're all going to win, and like the sharp bettors can lose. Good for you guys. Um, 70 and a half is the number. It's gone up from where it was in the playoffs because those numbers were so catastrophically stupid and great because I bet them and I won them. Uh, I think he has a big game. We can all say, oh, well, they're going to take Kelsey out of the game. Good luck. Huh. Nick Costos, Ken Barkley, you better you bet. We love your show. Thank you. Uh, on behalf of my guy, can I do my catchphrase? I love We're it. wishing everybody Minimal Sweats winning bets. The absolute very best of luck. Thanks, guys.
2: Oh, man. So, Nick Casos, I'm going to get into a Twitter feud with him during the Super Bowl, Maggie. Do you want to join in, I, or do you want to be against me in that Twitter feud?
1: I think you guys have already been in multiple Twitter feuds. But we
2: really haven't. It's you more, just
1: keep forgetting to press send on the yeah. tweet. It's <laughs> well, all happening in your mind.
2: He's really—he really—, he really is you think Dan Campbell's okay for going on fourth down? Yeah. He's going to die on that hill. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Yeah. He's going to he's going to wait till it works it might be one year from now it might be five years from now it's gonna be 15 years from now and he's gonna be like aha i was right <laughs> yeah
1: so when just everyone goes when punters no longer exist that's when nick costos can finally rest
2: uh i have to tell you i've seen a lot of betql people around yeah. this week they're awesome
1: and we went on their shows with yeah. trista oh they're yeah, so much nick fun it.
2: they are really Ryan? excited for a guest we're having later uh Another, a
1: little jealous. They're or not jealous. just excited.
2: No, they they. I see, can we say the name of the guest that's coming? Yeah, up? Yeah,
1: we've got a whole guest list today. We've yeah. got amazing. Billy people Walters. On
2: the show. When I said coming oh, on the show, yes. it was like it was like I mentioned Michael Jordan to a high school basketball <laughs> player. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. Like they're, really? They're, oh, they're like. Well, okay, so Billy I, Walters, eyes widened and they said, "Whoa."
1: Billy Walters is known as the most successful sports gambler in the in the his, in history. Mm. Um, he had this wrong relationship with Phil Mickelson. Uh, Phil Mickelson used to place bets with Billy for Billy at times because Mickelson's, um, like uh, the amount he could bet was so much higher because he's a famous person, so they allow you to oh. have these massive—I don't know what the actual term is—but they allow you to bet a lot if you're Phil Mickelson. They will take oh. all of Phil Mickelson's money if uh, Phil will allow it.
2: Right, right, right. And right. then
1: they had a falling out where Phil Mickelson and Billy Walters got into a insider trading scandal. Phil Mickelson wouldn't testify on Billy Walters' behalf. He ends up going to prison and um, and then got out wow. and he wrote a book.
2: Yeah, and you know, obviously, I think there's going to be an all-time uh, high for legal gambling. It's going, The numbers are – have you seen how much money is coming in now that it's legal? It's crazy. So, to me, like I want to, I want to hear from Billy Walters. Because even the BetQL people who are living inside of these numbers, they know everything. They were just in awe. We got the GOAT coming on.
1: Well, and also, this is the first time ever that Billy Walters has publicly made his Super Bowl pick. Wow. So, he does that on our show. Andrew Bogish standing by –
6: uh, yeah, what's wrong with Perloff today? What's with those glasses? <laughs> oh. What hangover <laughs> led to those?
1: <laughs> this was a. It was yesterday was Italian food. I think today is Thai. Uh,
2: I was I was at a party that, first of all, it was outdoors. And if anyone is not here in Vegas, it's freezing in Vegas. Oh, <laughs> oh, but I, oh, again- Oh, is it cold
6: in Vegas? I'm
2: so sorry. <laughs> uh, but I stayed out a little too late, hanging out with a very eclectic and interesting crew. Okay, uh, you want
1: to tell us who? Let's, let's okay. name drop a little bit. Well,
2: here's the, I, I didn't really understand the impact of it, but uh, everyone was, there was an MLB umpire there that and a lot of MLB players, as well as football players. But Joe West was there.
1: Cowboy Joe West?
2: Cowboy Joe West And Man, I got there. a
1: problem with that guy. Yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> so jo- does everyone on Earth.
2: And Johnny Damon was there. And, Interesting. Uh, apparently. But you were at
1: a baseball party? No,
2: it was a football party. I mean, okay. there was uh, a lot of the people who had been in the NFL Honors came to it. So there were a lot got of it. Hall Famers, a lot of gold jackets running around. I didn't know who everybody was. There was uh, a famous broadcaster there who was large and in charge. Eh, McLevin. What, uh, how's Dan? How's Maggie? Nobody circles the wagons. How's that impersonation?
0: That's pretty
1: good. You had to talk to Berman last night? Yeah,
2: Berman was there. Um, A lot of people were there. But, you know, I said, I said, uh, too late this was it was an 8 to 12 party I was gone by 9 15 (laughs) so bogus Bogus. there was nothing to be jealous uh yeah (laughs) what time did you 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 went a different path no I mean
1: I'm not gonna have a story as cool as yours I want to hear more celebrities who are at your at your soiree uh I met up with some former sports illustrated colleagues we all hadn't seen each other in a really long time and got a little takeout and I was tried to be asleep by nine also oh listen I'm on three and a half hours of sleep (laughs) nine o'clock is late for us it's really (laughs) late we we had a day yesterday bogus i know i'm not this is not trying to uh we're not trying to rub it in nothing like (laughs) that i actually don't think you would be this jealous of this one we went to the most unbelievable press conference i guess i've ever been to it wasn't a press conference we can't even call it that we went to the wwe wrestlemania kickoff
6: yeah Yeah, i'm
2: good moving on next
1: (laughs) okay we'll get more into that next (laughs) hour bogus you will like it
2: we could make people Pilati, very, very jealous, yes. though. you enjoy oh, that. Yes, we can.
6: Yeah, no, that's, a, that's a good angle. He's here. I hear him thumping up the hallway right now, probably <laughs> running in.
1: Uh, uh, I hope we have some time for some headlines. Good morning. Uh, hi, 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 So Sunday, <laughs> uh,
6: Sunday might go better, but last night wasn't a good one for the Brock Purdy truthers. The Niners QB did not win NFL MVP. 49 of 50 votes going instead to Ravens QB Lamar Jackson. He gets the trophy after a season that began with that ugly, drawn-out contract battle.
5: I want to thank my organization, you know, Baltimore Ravens, for you know finally getting this deal done. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, Shout out to Eric, you know, shout out to Steve, Coach Harbaugh, you know, the whole, the whole unit
6: for finally realizing you should sign me because I'm a 27 year old, two-time MVP winner now. Uh, Purdy finishes fourth, by the way, in this voting.
1: As I predicted.
2: Bogus, who was um. Who was the other vote? Forty-nine out of fifty.
6: Oh, that's a good question. I don't have that in front of me right now. You want to hold on? Oh,
2: no, no, no. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I thought no.
6: There is a list, um, and I'll have it in three, two, and one. The other first place vote actually went to Josh Allen. So Maggie had a vote apparently this year.
1: <laughs> <laughs> hey, but, I mean somebody with eyes had a vote. We're gonna go valuable anyway. Well, and,
2: and who was second? Uh, in the
6: voting, uh, second in the voting was actually Dak. But that's I mean, amazing.
2: Nobody we, was close. It was can we talk about the, like, Dak Prescott was a runner-up MVP. That's
1: he him. had an amazing season. That's this just is wild why to me. It, it was such a letdown that they lost. Yeah. yeah, the people who say that the Dallas Cowboys overachieved, I don't. I un, don't understand it. They were a twelve-one team. Dak is second in MVP voting. They were right where they were supposed to be. I'm sorry, Bogus.
6: Uh, We got Browns head coach, Kevin Stefanski. He's a two-time coach of the year winner now. He won it four years ago. Maybe you forgot like I did when the Browns ended their 18-season playoff (laughs) drought. Cleveland also has D.N. Miles Garrett winning defensive player of the year, and Joe Flacco is your comeback player of the year and your new Hall of Famer's are Julius Peppers, Devin Hester, Andre Johnson, Dwight Freeney, and Patrick Willis. Dean Lyman, Steve McMichael, linebacker Randy Gratishore get picked by the senior committee. The Knicks had themselves a Thursday. They made a deadline deal with the Pistons for veteran shooters Boyan Bogdanovich and Alec Burks. They announced that OG Ananobi needs elbow surgery and is out at least three weeks. They had only seven players by the end of a 122-108 home loss of the Mavericks. And then this happened post-game Listen carefully. Is it, uh,
5: is it fair to say you're a better shooter now than you've ever been? Um, I would just say I'm a more consistent shooter. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh,
7: damn.
4: That audio.
6: Yeah. <laughs> That's a real fart. I don't know who the guilty person is, but somebody ripped oh. one while reporters were talking to Dante <laughs> DiVincenzo
2: about okay, back-to-back 30-point games. Okay, so now we're, we guys got to see the all box. All right, let's get the roster.
1: Night. Yeah. Wait,
2: wait, wait. wait. So I mean, th- my
5: guess is I, I didn't think I know whose was.
2: By the way, that was a player, not a reporter, I hope. Oh, right? my gosh.
1: No, that that sound came from somebody who was seven feet tall.
2: Oh, I don't <laughs> think no so. There's no
1: way a regular-sized <laughs> person needed well, did that kind of I a think fart. <laughs> I think we Need
2: some pruder like the trajectory where the mics were, and figure out you're right. I think Maggie's right, it's a like, kid,
5: it came from yeah, above.
2: You need I more depth
5: than a regular would, person can has for a fart like that. I think I would bet a good amount of money that it was, say uh, Isaiah
1: Hartenstein.
5: Oh, you're going Hartenstein? Uh, no, actually, I think I would. I'm, go. I'm with Maggie, it's I'm, 100%, going, 100%. I'm going Josh Hart. Josh Hart is a oh, yeah. clown, and in the best way. But I think that he actually would totally be the guy that would rip a fart like that. Are there Vegas odds <laughs> on who it was? <laughs> I, I think Hart would be the guy that would be the favorite. Oh.
1: The next 30 for 30.
5: How did EJ
6: not do an emergency podcast about this? I mean, <laughs> see, he's Mr. Nick. You should have been woken up to break this down already. Oh,
1: Bogish, thank you so, so much for that update. And that is awesome. Uh, and gross. Uh, we appreciate that coming up. Oh. Bogish mentioned it. He won Defensive Player of the Year last night. Miles Garrett joins us on our set next. Do not move. Maggie and Perloff, more next.
8: Hey, Mel, Bri here. Got to work from home today because the whole family caught a nasty.
7: Daddy. Hey, Mikey, if you're going to puke, find the popcorn bowl.
1: Welcome back to Maggie and Pearl. Off Our next guest is fresh off winning his first Defensive Player of the Year award. Miles Garrett from the Cleveland Browns is good enough to join us. Miles, congratulations on this prestigious honor. But first, we have to get a scouting report from you for the Super Bowl. The Cleveland Browns handed the 49ers their first loss of the season in week six. So give us that scouting report on Brock Purdy. How did you stop him?
9: Um... Because he's able to, you know, pick his spots. I think, you know, with the offensive line that they have, you know, a guy like Trent uh, Banks, you know, they have a, they have a pretty strong, you know, group overall. He's able to step into his throws, and uh, he likes getting over to the sideline. You know, make him make him throw, you know, in between the hashes, get him uncomfortable, get him off the spot. I think he can get get frustrated, and, and uh, you know, once he, he starts feeling the pressure, you know, uh, you know, things start to get out of out of whack a little bit.
2: On the other hand, uh, a very different quarterback, Patrick Mahomes. What's the strategy against a quarterback like that who could do it all?
9: True, um,
1: <laughs> it's not an answer.
9: Th- there's not a, a really good answer against him. <laughs> uh, at, at the end of the day, you just got to frustrate him in a different way. You know, batting down balls, um, you no know, getting hits on him early. I, I think uh, a lot of the time he he you know gets out of himself is when he's he's talking. Now, when you get someone you know, talking to him, getting getting in his ear, and he starts worrying about you, things, he's getting hit, he's getting off the spot, he's getting pressured, those things, then it really starts to to get away from him a little bit. Okay.
1: Miles Garrett is joining us on behalf of Sleep Number. We actually saw them do that to the Ravens a bit in the AFC Championship game. It was Kelsey getting under the skin. They're kicking uh, Justin Tucker's, like, kicking T out of the way. Uh, more quarterbacks we have to ask you about. You guys – you know you went you yourself your team went through four different quarterbacks joe flacco off the couch you make the playoffs anyway you go face this texans team i don't think a lot of people were really saw coming cj stroud what does he do that rookie quarterbacks don't usually do in the nfl
9: slows down the game he slowed it down from you know since he's gotten here yet he the moment hasn't been too big for him a single you know single day and uh you know, having uh a uh, coach like that, who's able to, to talk to him and talk to him about defenses, you know, break it down for him, allowing it to be, you know come come naturally for him. You know he's able to pick it up each and every week, and I think he, he's going to be special. Yeah, you know, I'm sorry, that's
1: a great point. Yeah. A defensive head coach
2: mm.
9: helping
1: a quarterback understand defenses is might even be more valuable than an offensive-minded yeah. head coach, which is what people like us always think you should pair with a rookie QB. Yeah. Do
2: you give pointers to your offense? Do they ask for it?
9: All the time, yeah. I mean, we ask for the same thing. You no, know, we kind of you know, swap information. But you know, I've had multiple times where you know guys on offensive line or uh, coaches will ask me, you know, "What is this edge rusher going to do? What is this in, uh, interior D lineman going to do? How is he going to attack us? Can you prepare us by you know, you know, flashing those moves during practice and uh, you know just try to get break down the mindset of those guys and kind of relieve that information so they're prepared to come Sunday.
2: One thing about C.J. Stroud, I thought of you immediately. I saw a headline today; he's doing the NBA All-Star Game Celebrity Game, and I saw. Some pla- now, I I tell everybody watch Miles Garrett playing basketball. Why are you going to do this? I think you are the most impressive YouTube basketball player I've seen. <laughs> you got to get out there. Why do you do it?
9: Uh, maybe next year. You know, I've done it once. You know, focusing you know, on my health and you know, getting completely healthy, but uh, also just spending time with family, enjoying myself. And I'm uh, you know, playing hoof but just, you know, not, not in front of the, the masses at the moment.
2: Who is the best basketball slash football player? Me. Definitely?
9: Definitely. Anyone close? Anyone close? Um, we'll see. I've, I've definitely seen some some hoopers uh, like you know, Mike Evans, you know, Tyreek hoop. I've seen OBJ, I've seen DK, I've seen Patrick hoop a little bit. You know, all those guys can, can hoop, but I just don't think they can. D- did
2: you ever think that was your career path?
9: I did yeah. for a while. I mean, my dad played hoops. My, my brother played professionally. And, uh, and I, want to, I always looked up to my brother, you know, as far as you know, just you know, dealing with you know, the day to day, how many people came up to him and how gracious he was and, and nice of a person he, he still is. And I was like, man, I just want to play basketball and be just like him. Well, unfortunately, I wasn't 6'10. <laughs> you know, get, got to about 6'5", and, and I still wanted to play, but you know just wasn't in the cards. Well,
2: lucky there's no court here because I would probably have to embarrass you in 101, Miles. Yeah. I know I'm skinny, but, you know, uh, outside shot, right? oh, it would be tough to cover me.
9: I thought you were taking me to the post. Yeah, right. <laughs> a, guy, a guy plays at
1: an, at an Ivy League school for a couple of years, and he feels like he could beat Miles Garrett, who's here on our set in anything, and that's not going to happen. On behalf of sleep number, how many hours of sleep you get a night?
9: I try to get seven to seven and a half.
1: Okay. Sometimes we see like a Tom Brady's like I need twelve hours. That's yeah, wild. Right?
9: Re, well, he's also fifty-eight 40. years old. <laughs> <laughs> you're
1: still a young man. And what sleep number are you?
9: Uh, I don't remember the number.
1: Is it softer? Or? No, it,
9: it's a firmer bed. Okay. Uh, yeah, I enjoy you know having a, a firmer bed. I, I feel like when you're, you're in a soft bed, it 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 doesn't promote you getting up and getting out of bed and being productive. <laughs> when you're, you're in the softball, you're just trying to relax.
1: Yeah, very good. Miles Garrett is here. Can we do a little rapid fire with you quickly? We'll get you a couple questions. You give us the answer. The hardest quarterback to game plan for is who? Lamar. Just the running ability or something else?
9: Uh, running ability. You no, know, he It really picks and chooses. I feel like uh, even in the last game, he had opportunities where he could have ran the ball, but he chose to just you know, stay behind the line. He wanted to, you know, Play that game and play behind the uh, play behind the line of scrimmage, and uh, I think that was the difference because uh, Purdy, you no, know, did the opposite. He he won mm. won uh, the game with his feet.
1: Two more for you. We got to be really rapid here. Uh, quarterback you enjoy playing the most.
9: Enjoy playing.
1: Playing against.
9: Quarterback. 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 Um, someone really bad.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, just <laughs> someone you you see them and you're like, I'm gonna have a big day.
9: <laughs> Joe Burrow.
0: <laughs> Joe Burrow.
9: <laughs> well, Good answer. Yeah. Good answer. I, I always, whenever I give an answer about Joe, I always say I love Joe. I don't know if he means it. I love you, Joe, man. It's not the <laughs> personal bro.
1: Uh Outside of your own coaching staff, who has the best coaching staff in the league?
9: Who has the best coaching staff in the league? Um, I think the Forty Nine. Mm, I'm either of those teams in the in the in the Super, in the Super Bowl. Bowl right now.
1: Last one. Your favorite dinosaur? We know this is uh, a passion of yours.
9: Spinosaurus aegypticus. Why? Why? Absolutely um, mental, like dinosaur, animal, you look at a huge sail on its back, um, semi-aquatic, had uh, an aquatic-like tail, kind of like a a gator does or a crocodile does, had a a notch in its snout where it's it's better for eating fish, grab a pescatarian diet, or being a pescivore, but also being the largest carnivore that we've no seen in the the fossil record, at least terrestrial carnivore. So it's just and having these long arms, it might have been a quadruped, might have been a biped, you no, know, depending on the situation. It's just it's just absolutely ridiculous.
1: Noted wow. dinosaur enthusiast wow. Miles Garrett with an incredibly thorough answer. Wow.
9: Hashtag nerd.
1: Thank you, Miles Garrett, the defensive player of the year for the twenty twenty three season. That was a lot of information about yeah, yeah. dinosaurs. He's got a real varied sense, of a, a lot of hobbies, that guy.
2: Yeah, uh, honestly, the second you asked him, he's, he sort of stood up a little taller. Uh, did you understand any of that?
1: No. Uh, coming up next, the legend, Cowboys Hall of Fame running back Emmett Smith joins us to go scorched earth. Mike McCarthy, Dak Prescott, Will Bill Belichick ever coach the Dallas Cowboys no stone left unturned with the one and only Emmett Smith next.